Five sales team meeting ideas that will help you make money. That's right. That's what we're talking about today on this edition of the Inside BS Show. And here are those five ideas. Now wait until the end of our time together. I've got a key to success you're not going to want to miss. If you want to energize your next team meeting, you got to stick with me to the end of our show today because I'm going to tell you about a key to success that's going to change everything for your next sales team meeting. All right, let's jump right into the content right now. When it comes to sales team meetings, most of the time, your salespeople are bored by them. You, as the sales manager, hate planning them because it's additional work that you didn't allocate any time for, and it's just a mess. You have these meetings because your boss tells you you need to. Everybody hates them. You hate them. The sales team hates them. These five steps are going to help you make more money right away. Now, step number one is activity and movement keeps people focused. So here's what I want you to do. Every hour, I want you to spend at least three to five minutes having people get up and move around. Now, this includes incorporating exercises, activities, relevant and non-relevant activities in your sales team meetings. So, when I start my meetings with my clients, one of the first things I do is I have them go around and I have them meet somebody else in the room and I have them introduce the entire group to that person. What that does is it gets their juices flowing, it gets them up and moving around. You gotta get them moving first thing. You gotta warm them up. You're a sales manager, you don't have a warm up act coming out first to get the crowd energized. So what you need to do, if everybody in the room knows each other, what I want you to do is I want you to give them an exercise that gets them up and gets them moving very first thing. So enter the room, say to them, I'm so glad you all came here today. Thanks for joining me. It's wonderful to have you here. One of the things I want you to do, very first thing I want you to do, is I want you to pick someone in the room who you don't know well, and I want you to ask them what, the, what accomplishment in their work they're most proud of, and I want you to share that accomplishment on behalf of that person, and then I want them to do the same thing for you. So go meet somebody now, connect with them, and share their accomplishment when I ask you to report out. You got three minutes to find somebody, meet them, ask them what accomplishment they're most proud of. They're gonna ask you, and then when I call on the two of you, you're gonna share that person's accomplishment. That's how I start a lot of the meetings where people know each other. If people don't know each other, I start the meeting by saying to them, Go find someone, get up and walk across the room, find somebody on the other side of the room who you don't know, introduce them to me, and they're going to introduce you to me. Activity, movement keeps people focused. I want you to incorporate some type of movement into every hour of your program. So if you're taking a coffee break, that counts as movement. If there's no break and you got a two-hour block of content, what you do is at the 50-minute mark, 5-0, you have everybody stand up, and you have them switch seats, have them move around to the other side of the room. That's all it takes. That type of movement keeps them moving, keeps them on their toes. The second step to a sales meeting that will help you make more money is sourcing participant-driven content. What do I mean by participant-driven content? Well, I mean you've got to ask people who are going to be in the meeting ahead of time what they're interested in hearing about, what they're focused on, what challenges they face, and what some of their best practices are. And then you craft the content around 
the people who are in the room. You figure out what they're doing really well and you share those things. You figure out what their biggest challenges are and you address those areas. And then you figure out what their goals are and you create content to help them achieve those goals. Now, the best way to do this is to actually have the people in the room share this information with the group as long as they're comfortable. But when you're preparing the meeting, when you're structuring the meeting, you got to make it all about them. If your meeting is about the latest edict from corporate and you're going to share these guidelines and you're going to hammer them home, it's better just to put that in an email and send it out or make a video, a five-minute video, and share that and send it out. Don't get everybody into a room and yell at them. Don't get everybody into a room and just share with them the corporate guidelines. They can figure those out themselves. The third thing I want you to do, the third thing is have team members lead the meeting. Presentations, discussions, case studies, they're all great. I want you to be like the MC at the comedy club. You get up there and you do an opening monologue for 15 or 20 minutes, then you bring up the next person. And the next person you bring up is somebody from the audience who's gonna do a presentation or lead a discussion or share a case study. Then that person sits down, you do two, three, four, five minutes on the takeaways from that person's presentation and you bring up the next person. The next person leads a discussion, they share a case study, they do a presentation, that person sits down, you wrap everything up, you put a nice bow on it for them, then you bring up the next person. Having the team members facilitate the entire meeting, lead the meeting, is phenomenal because they're all invested in it then. They all do the preparation. You need to prepare your opening, you need to prepare your closing, and then you work off of what's going on in the room after the team members lead the discussion. The fourth thing I want you to build into your next team meeting is competition. That's right. I want you to stoke the fire of competition. If you've hired good salespeople, if you've got a great sales team, they wanna win all the time. So you've gotta have something during your time together that forces them to compete with one another. They can compete in teams, they can compete individually, they can compete in pairs. Competition is good, it gets the juices flowing. It can be a short competition or it can be a conference-wide competition engineer competition, develop competition and have it built into your meeting, it'll not only keep people interested and engaged, it'll stoke their passion and it'll make them really focused and hungry. The fifth thing I want you to do is I want you to take that competition to the next level and I want you to share information about your competitors that's gonna really fire people up. I want you to share information about either internal competitors, another team in the company, or external competitors in the marketplace. And I want you to share that competitive information with the group to get them all fired up and worked up so that everybody feels, even though you're doing a little competition internally, everybody feels like they're part of the same team and they're going after the Southwest region or they're going after XYZ company who's your biggest competitor. And I want you to set goals to beat either that region or that company out in the marketplace. And I want you to create a reward for the group if they do achieve the goal of beating those competitors. The sixth thing I want you to focus on is your timing. You've got to start 
and you've got to end on time. Don't open up the meeting and say, oh, you know, we're just going to wait a few more minutes for some people to arrive and how's things going? And no, start right on time. Go to your breaks on time. Come back from your breaks on time. Go to lunch on time. Come back for your lunch on time from your lunch on time and then end on time or end early. It's so much better when you end 15 minutes, 20 minutes, a half hour early. People are thrilled. They will love you if you end a few minutes early. So those are the six steps, six things you need to do to have a sales team meeting that will make you more money. I promised you a key to success, but before we get to that, as a sales manager, I want to share with you my system, my sales system that will help you grow your revenue make more money and get home on time for dinner. It's called my Revenue Roadmap, and all you need to do to get it is go to revenueroadmapguide.com, revenueroadmapguide.com. Enter your contact information there, and you'll be able to download my sales system that will help you and your team make more money. You can even customize it. There's some questions at the end of the document there that you can fill out, and you can customize my sales system for you and your team. You're going to love it. Your team is going to love it because it makes life so much easier. It's relationship-based sales. It's phenomenal. All right, here's your key to success. The key to success, as I promised it to you, is user-driven information. When you're creating this fantastic marketing meeting, this fantastic sales meeting, you're doing it to help get your salespeople better, to help make your salespeople better, You're doing it to help your salespeople succeed and make more money. And you're doing it so that your sales team feels like they're valued and that they're an important part of the company. And the best way to do that is develop content from them. So structuring all of your content, everything in the meeting around your salespeople is the key to success. That's the number one element you need to have in your entire sales program. Make sure you do that. I'm Dave Lorenzo. Watch the next great sales video. If you're a sales manager, this next video, you're not going to want to miss it. Scroll right down below me. There's another video filling in right there right now. Watch this next video and I'll see you there.